The Electrician Podcast, powered by Schneider Electric. We're bringing you the electrical industry experts you need to hear to discuss the topics you need to know about. Hey guys, Adam here, and I am literally only here for the intro and the outro of this podcast because normally I've got some amazing guests talking about big industry news and I can work my way through it. But today is a technical show. So we've brought on Mike from Residual Current, who's speaking with Deepak from Schneider Electric, talking all things Acti9 Active. Enjoy the show. Hi, guys. My name's Mike, also known as Residual Current. I'm an electrician working in the commercial industrial sector. And today, Schneider have uh, asked me to come on to this podcast. We've got rid of Adam, and we're going to try and get technical about Acti9 Active. Um, so I don't know a lot about this system, but I've got Deepak with me, who's the technical guru um, and heavily involved in the design and, and specking of, of all this kit. So he's going to assist me and answer a few questions. You're right, Deepak. I'm good, thanks, Mike. And I think you've just put me on a pedestal there. I think I need to break that one down somewhat. So, so I, I, I manage the the the, the circuit protection circuit protection offer in Schneider Electric, which um, covers Acti9 and, and the new system that we're launching as well. I have to bring it down in, in, case, you, <laughs> in case I get some challenging technical questions there, Mike. Fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, I've had a look at this bit of kit. I'm really excited just as an electrician. Um, I can see I've got a million and one questions um, that I, I want answering. But I think before we do, shall we give the listeners a brief overview of what Acti9 Active is and um, maybe who it would cater for? Yeah, that's a, a great start, Mike. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a summary, I think, or a, a short statement that sort of tries to capture what this is. And then we're going to go into this in a little bit more detail, I think, is probably the best way. So the Acti9 Active System is what we call it, the Active System. Um, This is about changing the mindset around the electrical distribution system. What we're really trying to do is make um, electrical distribution dynamic so we can understand really what's going on in real time from any location, so whether we're working remote. So this is a a fundamental shift in terms of, you know, your normal DBs, you you install them, you're pretty much fit and forget. You'll get some sort of routine sort of testing that goes on, but they they sort of sit there, they do their job and everybody's happy. That's sort of the, the passive system as it were. This is when you start to become dynamic. I'm, I'm going to sort of, I'm going to sort of put this in a position where we say, you know, many of us wear these smart gadgets on our on our watch uh, on our wrists called Fitbits or iWatches or, or smartwatches, and they're constantly updating us, telling us to 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 get some more steps in, be more active, monitoring our heartbeat. This is exactly what Actinine Active is going to do for the electrical distribution in a building. Well, that is a game changer, like you say. Most installations they get they get fitted. Um, and it's sort of set it and forget it, isn't it? To you know, to until a fault occurs or what have you, and then it's very reactive, isn't it? You know, you, a, a breaker's tripped, you get called out, um, and then yeah, you're there scratching your head. But I'm guessing, like you say, this is a complete shift of trying to you know get the problem, monitor the problem before it is a you know a, a real fault, a real issue, and just trying to nip that in the bud early. Um, so with saying that, what does it cover um i don't know if you want to start from a a software perspective or from a protection 
perspective on the devices themselves. But let's um, let's delve down into that a bit more. Let's jump into then the, the the base layers of protection. I think is probably the way to term it. Within within Acti Nine Active, the device itself has got um, four technologies or protection levels that are incorporated into that device. Mike, you're going to love this one. So we've got an MCB, we've got an RCD, we've also got an arc fault detection technology in there, and we've also got this term that we we use MSU, which is it's basically a, um, a protection device for transient network over voltage. Um, so we've got four protection technologies. That's the base layer that we bring into this device. Wow. <laughs> now, you know, I think this is, um, you already said game changer, but you, you're sort of taking my thunder there. Um, I, I, I was going to bring that one to this conversation that it's a game changer. Now, we've, we've got four protection technologies, but that's only the starting point. Now, that's brilliant. So we've got advanced protection. You sort of alluded to to software and the audience is thinking, what, what what's going on here? You know, uh, have we entered the realms of software programming or, or, or something of that nature? No, absolutely not. So there is connectivity and software that's uh, utilized in this system. But the, the real value is where we start to bring the ability to get diagnostics and analytics. We can have alarms and pre-alarms. We can get measurement and remote monitoring. Um, and we can go into a, a lot of detail around this, but I'm going to give you one little gem, Mike. Are you ready for this one? Go on. Imagine being able to understand and have an indication of the nature of electrical fault that occurred in the system right. in a remote location. <laughs> so you're not even on site and the system can tell you there was a short circuit that caused an outage. Specifically, a, a specifically, wow. the nature of the electrical fault, uh, and this is this is one of the values that starts to come from this Acti Nine Active system is, it's dynamic. It's going to tell you what's happened, mm. even if you're not on site. You can be sat on the beach with your laptop, yeah. and it tells you your site's had a problem on yeah. this circuit in this part of the building. And this was a type of fault occurred. So I'm guessing, for instance, some clients will be specifying this kit when they can get their hands on it, no doubt, at a you know at an install level to then be utilised client side. For instance, like um, I can imagine, like a hospital or something like that would want this kit installed from the get go, and they'll probably have their own systems in place, their own maintenance operatives, you know, keeping an eye on it, and and you know stuff like that. But what sounds really appetizing about it as well is as a general contractor, you could offer this system um, maybe opposed to a, a more standard, you know, sort of dumb Schneider system. Not that it's dumb kit, but compared to this it is. Um, but what you could do by offering this kit is also say, look, we can offer you a maintenance package as well where we'll know you know, whether a fault's going to occur or not before you even know. And we can be there without you even knowing. And I think that's that's amazing, be, you know, being able to offer that service to people. It's almost in the realms of, like, smart homes and stuff, isn't it? Mike, I 
love the fact how you think outside the box. Now, you've already touched on a point. You're talking about offering a service contract to your client, and that is what you can do with this system. So, I mean, the way, the way I term it, Mike, is that imagine if I could say to my customer, I can turn up on site if a fault occurs, equipped with the right uh, tools, equipped with the, the necessary uh, pieces of apparatus or equipment to fix the problem. You didn't have to call me. I knew that the fault occurred because I've set the system up in such a way that it will alert you and it will alert me. And I can now offer you a service contract to, to really reduce the impact that you're having. But you know what? There's one real icing on the cake. This active or inactive system, if you set it up well, it will actually tell you before the fault occurs. This is proactive. So let me give you a, a bit of a background on this. So say, for example, you've got a circuit that operates at 40% of the capacity of that circuit. And that's normal operation. So we're happy. It's sitting there operating at 40%. If you've set a threshold, say, for example, at 60%, if that circuit behavior changes um, and, and it, it exceeds or hits the 60% threshold that you predetermined, so you've said, right, if it hits 60, there could be an issue about to occur, notify me. Now, it hits 60%, you get either an email or a, an SMS alert that says circuit one in the east wing on the first floor has just hit 60% threshold. You need to address this before an issue occurs. So now we're proactive. The, the fault hasn't occurred, but potentially something significant has changed in that circuit. So you can, and we're going to go back to your service proposition. We're now saying to our client, by the way, we're going to stop you ha having a downtime. We, you're not going to get outage. We're going to get our team on site. When that threshold's hit, before it fails, we're going to fix the problem before the problem becomes our problem. Imagine that. Yeah, that's that's insane. And as an electrician myself, I know we get called out for many a fault and, you, you know, all they know is the power's gone off in, in some of these places is this you'll know exactly where when what the fault was you know is a lot of this stuff is you know it can very easily be diagnosed by an electrician but this is all time sensitive sort of um things that you have to do you have to find the fault find out exactly what happened what caused it and the fact that you've got a device there which is already telling you that before you've even left potentially even before it's even become a fault is is insane you know and it's only going to save especially in like critical applications you know in those places where you just can't lose the power um that's yeah like you say it's a true game changer isn't it you touched on the software and the programming um so i just want to know a bit more about what's involved with that and you know do you need to go and say a schneider course or is it very easy to program um how do you get around that and and what's you know what does it look like for say a fuse board of a few of these devices fitted what is an electrician looking at to get it programmed up to sort of the client's requirements so with systems that are evolving i think with schneider electric one of the the sort of points that we make a conscious conscious effort around is that systems are becoming complex um 
and, and most of us would expect that as the as it's becoming a complex solution that the integration is becoming more complex as well but in reality what we're really striving to do is we're trying to bring complex solutions but simplify the integration so that it means that as an electrician as a contractor you don't have to go on for example a a, a two-week programming course it, it should be intuitive and more simplified in the way that it comes together now with acti9 active um the first level uh, of information is where you start to connect the active device with a, a panel server gateway. So this is a, a device that will talk to and aggregate multiple of the Acti9 active devices. That goes on to a network connection. And once you've done that, you've got the ability to potentially see a web page that gives you that first level of information, you know, real simple. It, it's not software programming with language. This is sort of drag and drop type scenarios where you name um, a circuit or you name the uh, the device. You put in some basic parameters to, to build thresholds. It, it's quite straightforward. You can then take it beyond that into, for example, a BMS system. So if you're, if you're working in an, an environment or a building that's already got a BMS system, you can read the registers and integrate to a, a BMS system or you bring it into what we term in our world in Schneider Electric, the eco-structure platform. An eco-structure is our software solution. And you can bring into that eco-structure software platform many of our systems and, and, and products. So whether it's, for example, Acti9 Active or um, it's the, the award-winning PowerTag energy sensors or whether it's the master packed MTZ air circuit breakers, all of these connected devices can, can, can be configured to talk on the EcoStructure platform. But the, the key sort of point is we're really trying to make it simple because the solutions are becoming complex, but that doesn't mean to say that the integration and installation of it should be complex. It sounds like, you know, if you're, if you're your average installer, you'll be able to integrate this in a way that will work for yourself and your clients on a, you know, a simple system, a user, user friendly, easy to work with system. And it also sounds like if you want to, you know, open this up to an existing BMS system, which, of course, will have its its specialists and its and its people knowing what they're doing then they can integrate that in that way. And then obviously it. it connects to Schneider's answering to sort of, you know, building management and stuff like that. Um, so that sounds, it's reassuring actually as an electrician, because I see a lot of BMS and what have you, but I mean, it goes way over my head. I'm, I'm an install sparky, you know, um, but it sounds, it doesn't seem too daunting. You know, one of the great things you're like, you're going to like about this, Mike, is that the actual comms between the Acti9 active device and out into the world. So, the Acti9 active device talks wirelessly with the gateway. The gateway sits somewhere in the board at the bottom, probably on a DIN rail. The device itself talks wirelessly to that. You put the gateway onto a, an Ethernet network or a network connection, and then you do that sort of basic level of programming. There aren't any wires that have to be connected from each of the Acti9 active device to the gateway. So really making it simple in terms of the, the, the communication between the the gateway device 
You um, you briefly mentioned the award-winning power tag system. Um, I've actually installed that myself, and I am familiar with that. Does this uh, Actinine Active System? I'm assuming it's got some sort of that functionality maybe built in, or or you know it works with it potentially. It does. Now, what we've actually done, um, so the Actinine Active device has got integrated connectivity so if you remember what we bought with PowerTag, we bought the ability to start understanding what was happening on that circuit you could get voltage current power uh information whether the circuit was on uh by the the, the power passing through the energy sensor we brought all of that inside the device so this is the first time that you're going to get um uh, a protection device that's got all of that connectivity inside of the device. Um, you know, the way, the way I sort of look at this is, um, and I'm probably showing my age a little here, is this is that back to the future moment where, you know, we saw the the hoverboard, right? And I think we're starting to see these type of things now where, where you can have a skateboard that's sort of uh, propelled with a battery and a motor. Um, this is tomorrow's DIN rail mount circuit protection device here today this is not technology for the future it's available today and it integrates all that good stuff that we've had in the past in terms of um electrical protection but it brings digitization to the circuit breaker this brings connectivity inside the the circuit breaker so that we can really take some value from it so now we can say you know if we want to understand from that circuit is the circuit open? Is it closed? Is there a trip? Is there a fault? And if there is a fault, what was it? Was it short circuit? Was it overload? Was it earth leakage? Serial arc, parallel arc, over voltage. We can understand all that information now. And the, the, the real good stuff comes when you can start to do this in a remote location. I mean, today we're talking in, on this podcast in two different locations. You know, one of the things that has happened over the last 12, 18 months is that we're all working in remote ways. Many of us uh, are communicating um, through um, different types of platform. You can do this with Actinine Active. You can be sat away from the building that you're actually monitoring and you can understand all of the information uh, at a remote location on your laptop. Like you say, it's the, it's the future, but of course it's it's here now so i'm assuming when you say that you can you can get your hands on this on this kit or relatively soon yeah so we've uh, we've actually launched the product so if, if you go to your wholesaler and ask them for actinine active they'll be able to sort of um, either get you the information to to make your selection on what you need uh, and get the product for you as well um there's uh, a lot of information available on uh, se.com forward slash uk if you search for actinine active and um, some great videos that we put out there as well. Brilliant, brilliant. I'll um I'll be tapping them up for the brochures and stuff like that next time I'm in my wholesalers. That's for sure. Um, so looking at the device itself, um, we've talked about you know the different levels of protection that are sort of integrated into this one uh, device. But um, let's drill down more into you know into the breaker if you can call it that. Um, itself so it's a 36 millimeter device isn't it so like a sort of double uh, double wide you know compared to your normal circuit breaker it's sort of like two stacked together isn't it similar to a main switch um so it's also double pole is that right live and neutral 
Yeah, so it's a 36mm wide breaker. So it's two modules in terms of when we, we class it in terms of a single pole MCB. So it's two module breaker. It, it does, it switches both uh, line and neutral. Um, and it's one of those elements that sometimes gets overlooked. So as a part of the, the product requirement for arc fault detection devices, we need to be able to disconnect both line and neutral. Uh, so it's quite important that, that that element there. But the device itself, um, it incorporates the miniature circuit breaker. It's got your arc fault detection, so hence the, the, the ability to disconnect both line and neutral. It's got um, an RCD inside there as well. The RCD here is actually um, uh, an ASI type of RCD, and that's a little bit of Schneider speak for what would be an equivalent to an F type of RCD. And we talk about this in our in our industry, don't we, Mike? And I think you're probably familiar with it, where general generalist type of RCDs are a type AC. You then go up the next level to, to type A. Um, and in our Acti9 platform, the, the ISOBAR P range of plug-on RCBO is type A. So, you know, it's, it's the better level. But with Acti9 Active, we took the decision to actually offer an even better type of RCD technology because this is a, an all-in-one device. It's a new age integrated breaker that's really come a long way in its journey. So we brought in the ASI type of RCD within that. And then you've got um, the elements of the, the power tag energy sensor that's incorporated in there as well. So if you were to try and sort of achieve this with some of the more traditional uh, bits of kit that we have, just imagine a, uh, uh, an MCB, a, a two module RCD, um, a two module AFD, a single module auxiliary of the MSU, which is the over voltage uh, technology. Um, on top of that, you add an, a power tag energy sensor, and then you add some wires and you connect it to a smart link bar, and this system all of a sudden becomes quite big. Yeah, and next minute you've got an eight-way fuse board. Just to... <laughs> yeah. So we we really did a lot of work to to try and reduce the footprint of this into a, a two module size device um it's it is a a, a a a massive technology leap in terms of bringing all of this protection into that one device um i'm looking forward to to some of the installations that are going to sort of really illustrate the value it's brought to them because they've improved resilience you can use it to, you know, aid meeting your sustainability targets because now you can see what's happening in the electrical circuits, um, electrical distribution system down to final circuits. So you might have a building that there are heaters on or lights on after the, the building's actually shut down for the evening. And in the past, we have energy meters that sit at the bottom of the distribution board you can't really see that level of detailed uh, information. Now, you can understand it for each circuit that you apply this product. So you can say, I can see now, for some reason, the heater circuits are switching on or 
aren't switching off at five o'clock when the, the office building shuts down. So you can take proactive decisions to start to address some of these topics. Uh, uh, and it's it's becoming more and more key to understand how we're using our energy and to be able to take decisions to use it in the right way. Yeah, I think, um, like you say, you're used to getting this information at source um, across the whole supply. Um, you know, you might have it across sub-distribution and, and stuff like that, but now you've literally got it down to the individual circuits, um, you know, in a, in a large-scale building, like you say, somewhere where they're trying to meet energy efficiency and stuff, you're going to get a real hold and a real understanding on it all. Um, we sort of went through you know, loads of different aspects of the device there, but um, I just wanted to touch on a few things that you mentioned. So the, the F-Type RCD, is it my understanding with this sort of smart device, you can pick and choose the RCD functionality or is it it's just set? Yeah. So in this device, what we did, we, we took the approach to improve the, um, the, the protection level. So rather than having a, a version that's got AC or type A, we've just gone an overshot to a level of um, RCD that's beyond what we would normally expect to see. So I think we've uh, we've introduced something that really should allow our installers to promote the fact that this is a better RCD technology being installed into it. Straight out the door, you're offering that you know the the highest spec as as standard. And with um, sort of the the earth leakage threshold, is that set at thirty milliamps? Yeah. So as a as a topic in terms of human protection, which is becoming ever so important. This device is set at 30 milliamp with that ASI uh, type of RCD. So, you know, really, really bringing a, a, a value in the breaker that means that you're you're offering a resilient type of RCD and offering protection for humans. And that's in a number of different forms. So you've got the R earth leakage with the RCD. But we've also, if you remember, we've got the arc fault detection technology inside this. So, you know, trying to overcome some of the challenges and issues and topics in our industry. Wicked. So I want to touch on installing this in a second, and that's relating directly to the construction of the breaker. But um, there's also a test button on there, right? What does that test button um, do? And with regards to all the different devices installed and as an electrician knowing that I'm going to have to test this thing, um, how does that sort of process look for the, you know, the individual tests? So real good topic there. Um test button yet yeah, allows you to test the device at the location um and one of the other elements that we've integrated into this device and uh, this will this will catch your attention here mike you can actually set it to remind you to do uh, routine test and maintenance you can actually set it to remind you how about that um so you know it gets it gets better and better the the whole sort of value proposition around this is to is to make improve safety improve resilience make sure that we can stay on top of the health of the electrical distribution system i mean at the end of the day we're all we're all human beings you know we can all do the to work to the best of our abilities but from time to time we need those reminders and and you can actually do that so you've got easy maintenance because you've got diagnostics you've got analytics you've got reminders to do health checking really makes it easy to stay on top of the condition of the electrical distribution system. And I guess you're removing that um, chance of human error, aren't you? You know, once once you set it up, um, you know, you can really 
eliminate that, especially in, you know, a lot of critical installations, you can limit that sort of, you know, like you say, forgetting or, or not doing it right or what have you. Um, and also you generally have someone looking over it as well. You'll, I guess you'll know whether it's been tested or not, won't you? Even if you're the, the guy who's installed it, you know. And another one in, in, in some of the parameters that we can set in here, we can actually have it such that we know when it was first switched on. So you can understand the, the, the life in operation. So you know when it's switched on, you can give it uh, some sort of parameters that allow you to get reminders to say, by the way, you need to do a, a test operation. Um, but, you know, these are these are levels of information that we've not really had from our traditional MCBs or RCDs or RCBOs. That's wicked. Um, looking, going back to what I, what I previously mentioned with the, the construction of the device. So I'm looking at it now um, on my screen and I just want to know, so I've fitted many isobar P um, and, and isobar boards and, and, and Acti-9 and what have you. So does this device, does it configure onto the buzz bar within the boards itself? Is there a, a sort of kit that makes the buzz bar dual pole or does it get mounted separately? How does that sort of work for, how does it look for an electrician looking to install these devices? So the Acti-9 system is what we call a ready to install system. Um, and, and there's some real great value that comes from the Acti-9 platform, which is that it's modular. So you can take um, a, a distribution board, you can add onto it a top, bottom or side extension enclosure, and then you can have the Acti-9 active devices housed in there, and you can make um, quite a, a, a well-constructed system that gives you the traditional protection levels in the main DB, and then where you start to identify circuits where you need to get that level of visibility, the combined level of protection, um, you can put those into that extension box, which is you can pick from a selection that makes it a very uniform system um, and then wire out to the Acti-9 active device. The idea is that we can make it sort of seamless in terms of how the system comes together um, as a as a technology that we're bringing in. This is really going to change the way that we think and interact with that system. So, yeah, just just touching on what you mentioned there, then it sounds like with the with the active devices being mounted in an additional enclosure or, or to the side or what have you, um, they obviously have overload protection in them. So I guess, is there some sort of... Um, linking kit that you you know like a straight through from the buzz bar of the the acting on board and then that takes it up to the breaker or would you have a you wouldn't really have the need for an mcb would you in in the board itself if you've got it within the active active uh, device really easy you just put in a terminal block in the main distribution board you cable out from that directly into that actually on active device and you, and you would just size that accordingly to the outgoing circuit and yeah yeah okay yeah okay. so yeah, very smart all you need to do look at the tables in 61439 i think it's actually table 11 um which tells you if you're working up to the rated current up to about 32 amp i off memory i think it's six mil uh, square conductors and if you're working to um, 50 amp I think it's 10 mil square conductors directly off the, the main DB, put on a log, feed out to that combination device. It's got its own 
um, combination in terms of MCB, RCD, RCBO uh, in there. So, you know, really, really simple. It's 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 a slight change in the way that we've installed final circuits in the past. Um, but in terms of bringing all of those devices into a single device, it's it's really simplified. And do you think, um, you know, traditionally in Europe, um, they've been operating, you know, double pole devices for a long time? Um, this is probably a bit of a curveball, slightly off topic. But do you think with the way uh, you're going with active, do you think that's on the horizon for, for, you know, especially in the UK, sort of double pole where it's all DIN rail mounted, it's all very modular? Um, like in France, for instance, I've looked at fuse boards and it's all there is no solid buzz bar. It's all wide links and what have you. And there, you know, there's three or four rows of DIN rail within a, a consumer unit. And it's very different from the, you know, the traditional sort of UK setup. Um, do you think these devices are sort of leading us that way? A lot of, you know, AFDDs are dual pole and, and stuff like that. I think there's, there's always applications where we see um, phase neutral um, technology required. Um, so if, for example, you go into the petrochem world, you know, there's... Yeah, there's complex and what have you. Absolutely. But I think as a, as a system in the UK, you know, we've got quite a, a well-established system in terms of um, switched phase... Uh, and connected neutral. When we start to evolve and we start to bring in technologies that are more focused, for example, on fire protection, we start to see that need to, to switch that neutral. But I think as the systems evolve, um, we're probably going to remain with this sort of um, fishbone architecture, as we call it in, in hydroelectric, because it works really well. It's quick to install. So I think, you know, there will be an evolution around these systems. I mean, Mike, I'm not sure if you remember when RCDs were first introduced um, and we were actually installing a miniature circuit breaker and a dedicated RCD per circuit. Um, and, you know, the technology sort of evolved. We, we started to really uh, fine tune and optimize the technology. And we, we arrived at the, 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 the RCBO, as it were. Um, and more recently, we uh, developed it into the plug-on RCBO for Acti 9 Isobar P, if you remember. So, you know, these technologies absolutely evolve. Um, and we're always looking at ways to make the, the installation process easier, quicker, so that, you know, time on site is important. And also, whilst we do that, to make it more resilient so that we, we, we're reducing any sort of uh, issues around error, termination, neutrals, temperature rise, you know, these are uh, key topics. And I, I, I expect that we will see the same with um, with this type of technology. This is the the first stage in, in really trying to digitize the final circuit with, with the circuit breaker. Um, and, and I will fully expect that we will bring further digitization to breakers in, in the years to come. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're already leaps and bounds ahead of, um, you know, of the game, I think. But, yeah, it's only going to get smarter, isn't it? And this is a real, um, you know, Schneider really putting their flag in the ground, aren't they, with this is how we should go, you know, this is what we should do. So um, it, it's cool. And I think as an electrician, I know a lot of electricians listening will be sat here going, you know, this is, this is so cool, you know, because it is. Um, so looking at the... The MSU functionality, just going back to the construction of the device. So is that that's over voltage and under voltage protection, right? But 
is that in the sense of uh, surge protection or is it just your traditional over-voltage, under-voltage for, for motors and circuits of, of similar, similar sort of construction? So that's a question I've had on a, a number of occasions recently, Mike. I'm, I'm glad you picked up on this one. So MSU, um, it, it comes actually from an acronym that we use in, uh, in France, which is, um, I, I probably pronounce this wrong, uh, module certention. It's actually, a, it's like a, a voltage threshold release. So it's, it's basically designed to monitor voltage between neutral and phase conductors, and it cuts power supply by opening the circuit breaker in the event of an over voltage, which is lasting for more than a few seconds. And it's it's not surge protection. It's not it's not that sort of transient over voltage. This is slightly different. And we've actually got it as a part of the Acti9 um, basket of products as an auxiliary, which you can connect on the side of a miniature circuit breaker. And it, it, it trips off the, the miniature circuit breaker if it sees um, the over voltage. The, the reason why it's in, integrated here is that because we've got a complex and complementary range of protection levels, it's not just, for example, short circuit overload over voltage. It's a combination of all of these devices. So it really starts to to really bring all of that protection level into one. Yeah, yeah. No, that's brilliant. Yeah, I think uh, it's good to clear it up because I had my suspicions. I mean, I was looking for like the cartridge anyway on the device and, it, and you know, it clearly hasn't got one, but I was just interested to see. Um, but yeah, that's that's brilliant. I also didn't know if it maybe had, you know, like a, a type three or something like that. But no, thanks for clearing that up. Um, so I think I've grilled you as an electrician pretty well, I think. Is there anything that you think I should know about, which I maybe haven't touched on? Not to put you on the spot. <laughs> Mike, I'm going to say that you brought a fantastic topic to this discussion around um, the ability to start to offer a service to your customer that historically wouldn't have been available. And it's through digitization um, that we can do that, which is that that sort of service level contract and, and changing the, the mentality around fit and forget, because, you know, with systems that are evolving, I mean, the, the number of electrical appliances and electrical devices that we're connecting to our electrical systems is, is, is forever increasing. And the demand on the distribution systems just increases. So being able to sort of understand what's happening and staying on top of them is becoming, you know, ever so more important. Um, and and I think as as electricians, contractors, we need to really sort of start to deploy some of the newer technologies so that we can give our end customers the ability to to start to make decisions on how they use their energy. Sustainability is becoming a key topic. You know, we we talk about um, utilizing energy in the right way, preservation of energy. Uh, it, it's not an en endless sort of source, is it? So. I think that's that's sort of where we're heading. I'm going to throw a question over to you now, Mike. How how are you embracing technology in this space of electrical distribution? I think I like to think I'm very um, at the cusp of it. Um, not this far ahead, <laughs> um, but you know, even just down to my tools and stuff, you know, um, I've got digital torque wrenches for tightening up connections in, in, you know, protective devices and stuff like that. And I do pride myself on being, you know, on, on that cusp. But 
um, this was very eye-opening for me, you know, and, and we fit a lot of Acti9, um, ISOBRP as well, and power tags as well. We fitted them, which I know a lot of electricians don't even know about. Even that is news to them. Um, but yeah, I, I like to think I'm pretty up there, but yeah, not, not this far ahead. I mean, I'm hoping um, we've got an install that we can spec this on soon, you know, and propose it to the customer. And I think um, when I, I jump off this, this, this um, podcast, I'm going to be speaking to my, my boss and our designers about it um, and, say, you know, just, just starting that conversation, like you say, of how can we offer a, a maintenance package or offer that, you know, that added value. Um, especially to some of our more, you know, industrial and and critical clients. So that's going to be um, that's going to be interesting having those conversations and seeing, you know, sort of where it goes. Mike, one of the other things that I forgot to mention, I'm I'm going to throw it out there now, and this is a little bit of a uh, a little bit of an advert. The system's already winning awards. We've only just taken it into market, so it launched uh, earlier this month, but we actually are winning awards um, with the CES in, in the U- US, which is the Consumer Electronics Show, and it's all about the innovation. So we got uh, an Innovation Award honoree for 2021, which is Actinine Active, Active Safety. It's innovation with a breaker because of the integrated all-in-one protection and inbuilt connectivity. Wow. Yeah, no, it, it deserves it, to be honest. It is... Um... Do you know what? I think we've probably even missed things because there's so much to unpack with it. You know, it's so, there's so much going on with it, and it's not in a in a confusing technical way. I don't want to, you know, I don't want it to sound daunting to to anyone listening. But it's just more the the features and the functionalities just sort of keep on going. I think until you you know get your hands on like you say the web portal and stuff like that you you know you're going to constantly be surprised with you know the different functionalities and 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 stuff like that um i think i've answered all of my questions um i think if i get my hands on it myself i'll have a few more um and as i see it being installed and and stuff like that i'm gonna you know going to learn more about it and and i'm sure you guys are going to you know keep on innovating on top of this system um so without giving away too much because i know you guys are uh, mad scientists with your your innovations and and you and you know keeping your cards close to your chest but is this um is this the start of a new way of thinking for schneider is it a start for you know um changing the game and 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 stuff like that where does this where does this leave the future this sort of active system it's not new mike we started this journey around smart and connectivity well before 2013 with um our systems making it sort of simpler and easier to connect we've been on this journey for a while now and this is the way i keep saying it to to my sort of friends and colleagues is this is the revolution of the electrical distribution system and to to sort of say the level of innovation that we're bringing here yeah this is only the start this will continue we are going to bring some fantastic digitally connected products to the market and it's all about bringing the ability to make things safer um have the ability to really um work more efficiently make the system resilient have the ability to work in a remote manner 
you know, there's some real good stuff that will be coming. No, it's exciting. It's exciting to see. Um, I think um, we've touched on everything, like I've said before. So we'll probably wrap it up here. Um, he's not on at the minute, but I'll um, pass the the torch back on to Adam. Um, and we can dumb it down for him on the next one. Um, to be fair, I've I've barely touched the surface on this. I know know that myself, but um, we'll keep seeing more and more on it. Um, before we go, Deepak, is there anything else you want to add? Mike, the only thing I'm going to say is, are you ready to take the journey around digitising the electoral distribution system? I'm going to keep saying it, Mike. I'm really passionate about it. I'm really enthusiastic. And I've got a, I've got a sneaky suspicion you're going to be asking me to join one of your future sessions to talk a little bit more in detail once you've got your hands on this device. Definitely, definitely. No, I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to get my hands on it. And I know a lot of the, um, a lot of the listeners will be as well. So now we've had a very uh, technical, detailed conversation on this kit. Um, I'm happy to pass this back over to Adam and I'll see you guys later. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you jumping in the hot seat for today's show. If you've enjoyed listening to Mike in this conversation, go and search for Residual Current across all of the socials. And if you have any follow-up questions, jump into the Electricians Group, powered by Schneider Electric, and a member of Schneider's team will jump in and get that answered for you. Thanks for listening. If you are enjoying this show, please leave a review. Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more episodes.